If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast, everybody. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. I am so delighted. We are so delighted that you are here. But I, I say we, and I and you know that I mean me and Amy, but really it's like all the angels and everybody in your spiritual team. You'll see what I mean when I when we introduce our guest today, because one of the things that we started to talk about when we were preparing for this interview, you know, she says, you know what she said? She says, I just want female entrepreneurs to know that you can have masculine structures in your business and you can da da da, da. And I was like, oh, it's like spiritual ventriloquism. My words coming out of somebody <laughs> else's mouth. This is amazing. <laughs> you guys are so in sync. You know, I will admit fully that I am the one who forces things more. Like I, I'm the one who I'm like, nope, I'm going to get it done. This is the timeline, going to force it. But I'm telling you, Monica, you and I have had this conversation. Like I'm, I'm feeling my energy and my body shift. And it's like, no, Amy, you're in your forties and your forties need something different than what your thirties needed. Yes. And so I have been having these moments where like I, I got stranded in Florida um, because my car broke down. And so I ended up with like two extra days, just chilling in a hotel. And my first response was literally, I need to go to the store. I need to buy new clothes. I need to buy some makeup. I should use this time to film videos. I could get this many thousands of words written. And I started coming up with all these things. I was like, wait a second, let's just do like a little gut check-in. What does Amy actually need right now? Now that like God and the universe are like time out, have a little pause. And it was like, no, I need like sleep and Hello. spiritual recharge and some time to journal and some time to get perspective and to sit by the pool. And I, I like and rest I your mean, voice. I, I know you were having some voice issues. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I did a few things, but for the most part, I really didn't do that much. And it felt so awesome to just check in and like really look and say what what do I need right now? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Is, can I just say one thing though? Yeah. Well, yeah, thing? you can say two things if you want. It's your show. Listen, like, don't threaten me with a good time. I'll say three while we're at it. <laughs> so, so here's the thing that I love about what you're saying, Amy, is that just as you've, you have acknowledged me for kind of like slowing your pace and kind of introducing some of that feminine flow and stuff like that, because I'm like the go structure, go masculine, go, 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 go thing in terms of the content that I talk about in terms of the coaching that I do. One of the things that I have found extremely helpful is you push me sometimes. Sometimes I can err, you err on the side of forcing. Mm -hmm. I err on the side of flowing. Mm -hmm. I think one of the things why you and I work so well together is because we know how to kind of like pull each other along to the other side, like come to the light, Carolyn, yeah. you know, it's just really, really cool. <laughs> I know we like balance each other out. Yes. And I learned a new thing about you that you say, er, and I say air. Oh. So there you have it again. 
our differences are complementary. <laughs> the important things, the important things. All right. I'm going to introduce our guests for today. Taylor Ray is the creator of Sacred Funnels, an intuitive business coach, a five-star podcast host serving tens of thousands of female entrepreneurs online and is known globally for her unique blend of spirituality and strategy when it comes to building sales funnels. She's been building her own business to multiple six figures in less than two years. And then she guides women with intuitive, intentional, soul-led online businesses through that process so that they can set up the systems that are going to serve them so that they can create more impact and more income. And Monica, we've had this conversation many times about how when women lead and when they show up to play in their greatness, we make everything better for everyone around us. Like that's our, that's our nurturing leadership that we're not just going to win. We're going to win. And then we're going to make everybody else come yes. along with us for the party. So yes. it's like the Taylor, we're so excited of- that you're here. Welcome. Welcome Taylor. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Already feeling all the good vibes. I know. You know, I, I know the audience only gets to hear us in audio. If you guys were able to see us the way that we're recording this podcast, you would see the amazing uh, red coat that she has on. I'm like, oh, I need to put on a red lipstick just so I can match this fabulousness. <laughs> Thank you. This is my favorite coat. <laughs> I wear it all the time. I love it. It literally called to me and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I was like, I have to get it. And honestly, every time I wear it, people are like that coat. And I'm like, right now it's an extension of my soul. <laughs> That's how you know. That's how you know. Welcome. <laughs> Awesome. So Taylor, we love your message. You know, we love this focus. It's something that we've been talking about a lot as we've been um, writing our book, you know, the balance between the feminine and the masculine. But I always love hearing the story. How did you get started in this process and grow your business in the last couple of years? Oh, it has been quite the journey and it is all, it all centers around that, that blend of like the masculine and the feminine, the feminine, the spirituality and the strategy piece. So essentially for me, like I've been in business for quite a while and I have like a business background. So went to uni, studied business, did marketing, all of that. Thought I was going to go down like corporate ladder, which I think so many people have that who are now entrepreneurs. They're like, oh, weird. It's not what I thought it was going to be. Um, and very quickly got out of that. And I started my first business, which was um, in fitness and you know, running boot camps was called the fierce project. And it was, it's funny because it was so similar, but just for fitness rather than business. And, you know, being the fierce project, it was about helping women to find their fierce through fitness. And I loved it. And I thought it was about like, you know, training and everything like that, but the girls were definitely coming because I was like, I don't know, like the Tony Robbins with like shaved head, like running around, just like cheering people on and thought it was like the most exciting thing. So I quickly realized that like, I don't know if this is, you know, the right fit for me. I think I'm supposed to be doing something else. And largely at the same time, it kind of, the universe sort of lined it all up. So I just, me and my partner decided that we were going to move from where we were living all the way, like down across Australia, down to the bottom to Melbourne. Um, and at the same time, like just, it had been a, such an accumulation of things, you know, I had been doing it all myself. I believed that it had to be all hustle, um, you know, working like 70 hour weeks, literally just like doing all of the things. And I literally ran myself into the ground. So unfortunately I went through like a full on breakdown, proper burnout at 25, like ended up in hospital, like emotionally, physically, mentally, like nothing was coping. And for me, that was really hard because I was like, oh my God, this is the thing that I've, I've built. This is what I do. This is my purpose, you know? 
But like I said, it was kind of all sort of coming in at the right time and we decided to move and everything like that. And what's funny is, you know, me going through that process, like, I'm not kidding when I say like, that was like, there was like weeks of tears and just like me being like, I don't know what to do. And it was, I remember, I'll never forget it. I was literally like walking down my hallway one day and I wasn't spiritual. I wasn't religious, like nothing like that. Never had any, anything like that. And I was walking down my hallway and I heard, like, I heard my intuition for the first time. And it literally said to me, like, this is happening for you, not to you. And I just remember like, even when I say that now, it gives me goosebumps because that sentence literally changed everything for me. And I just realized in that moment, like I'm just holding on to something that is not what I'm supposed to be doing. It's time to shift. It's time to let go. So I did. And so I started the business that I have now. Um, And largely I just shifted into online and I started podcasting and started talking about, you know, first off, it was like talking about that shift, like into understanding things about the universe and manifestation and all of that. But my business background had, was always something that had called to me and I really wanted to shift into the business side of things. And so that's what I did. I built up my online business with the goal of building that so that then I could show other women how to do the exact same thing. And it has been the most beautiful journey. It's been a, a couple of years now, like over two. And I'm obsessed with it, like honestly. And the thing is I got in and I sort of really did bring a lot of that masculine energy to it. And I love it. Like I love the systems. I love the strategy. I love all of that. But what I quickly realized through, you know, investing in mentors and things like that, and just the way I was seeing a lot of female entrepreneurs show up is that there was such a conversation around the spiritual side. And a couple of years back, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was very much so like, just be in flow, like, let it come to you. Like, manifest it and hope it lands in your lap and that didn't really sit well with me because I was like okay well what about the other piece like to me and everything that I'd done over those two years like that was very much so a blend of like you plus the universe like the spirituality and the strategy piece like if you're not taking action you are literally leaving out half of what needs to be done um and once I started to own that I was like okay well wait where's the gap and so I started to really dive into it. And, you know, for a long while there, I was just doing like online business, online marketing, but then I really got clear and was like, you know, I love like the sales funnel side of things. I love, you know, helping women to see selling as sacred and to set up systems, automations, processes, all of that side of things that really serves them as they serve the world. And I have other biz besties and I was talking to them about this and they were like, you light up. Like I've never seen anyone talk about sales funnels in such an excited way. And with so much passion, you need to be doing this. Like you need to just really focus. So then I did, and I got really clear and really stepped into the sales funnel side of things, which, you know, came through as a download for me as sacred funnels rather than sales funnels. Um, And I just stepped into that fully and that has been the most beautiful blessing ever because it's literally, I get to help soul led women to set up things that allow them to actually build sustainable and scalable businesses rather than, you know, just kind of hoping or just being on Instagram, beating their head against the wall and not understanding how to actually scale up past, you know, selling in the DM. So yeah, it's been amazing. It's been a journey, but here we are. (laughs) Now here's, here's what I love about what you're saying is that there's, when you align, sometimes when we say things like flow and sacred and divine and stuff like that, there's always going to be somebody in the room that kind of like rolls their eyes like, okay, here we go with the woo woo. Right. But if you, if you really pay attention to the way that just nature works, it's very much in divine order, right? Like there's, there's a sequence of things. There's a, there's a cyclical part of nature and there's things that you have to put in the, in the right order, right? Like the first universal law is the law of order. And so I love what you're saying here because 
you're saying a lot of times when we when we hear sales there's like this inner resistance thing that happens and for you to say sacred funnels which immediately impl implies sales like you're not just going for a funnel but like a joyride you you need to end up somewhere <laughs> especially exactly. if you're in business right and so to have it be sacred uh, not only honors the dignity of the customer and their authority to make their decision and their buying decision, et cetera, et cetera, but also the dignity of the service provider. Because it's like, I'm not, I'm not coming hat in hand and go, would you please help me pay my rent today or whatever. It's like, no, I have something valuable to give and, and it deserves the honor of taking it through a funnel that's well thought out, et cetera, et cetera. So when you take people through your process, what is it, what is it that they have to come knowing to you and what is it that they need help that by the time that they get done that you get done with them they're like okay uh, I'm ready put me in coach yes that is such a good question and I, I love I love your description of it there around like you know the equal energy exchange essentially where like we feel free to use up. it in any of your sales pages <laughs> yeah I was like I'm just gonna whiz back to this later on and uh <laughs> <laughs> integrate this into my messaging but no honestly like I think the biggest thing that people need to you know when they largely people come to me and the conversations that I find that I have the most are like Tay I don't really know how I did this like I sort of just went on Instagram one day and then I made seven thousand dollars and now I don't know what to do like and everyone's kind of just sitting in that boat and I totally get it because that's the thing that is the most talked about because let's be real like it is quite easy I put in quotation marks but it is a quite an easy way to sort of get going and there's nothing against it at all I think it's a beautiful place to start build your audience if Instagram's where you want to be building go for it build it there and you know get going get your offers out there you know messy action absolutely beautiful but then so many people are stuck and the problem is a lot of no one's really talking about the next steps because a lot of people know those first steps and so it's getting circulated a lot and so people really think well, that's it. Like that's all that there is really to do. And I'll just keep going harder and I'll keep sending more DMs and I'll just post more. Like, mm -hmm. and obviously, you know, things change so much. Look at the latest, you know, shift with Instagram and I'm hearing it left, right and center. Like, oh my God, the algorithm's against me. And it's like, not really. <laughs> like it's not against you at all. It's just that you haven't set up anything to move people off the platform into your own mailing list and into your own funnels and things like that. Like, what are you doing to leverage the traffic that you're creating and then moving them towards your paid services and offers? So I think the biggest thing, you know, when people come to me is being open. I had this conversation with a client the other day, like, it's okay if we've got to burn it all down. Like, do not be upset about like that. That's okay. Like, it's so, so fine. How can we now look at, then I had to do this myself. You know, sometimes we've got to let go of offers that don't align. Like, that's okay. That's not a bad thing. It's I think sometimes, you know, the biggest thing can be like, oh, well, I'm at this point, so I don't want to let it go. And it's like, well, what if you could let it go and build it up in a really aligned way that takes people through a journey? What if you could take them through the process and meet them where they're at and then guide them through your product suite, you know, moving through your value ladder of offers in a really aligned way. And sometimes that takes getting even clearer on exactly what their specialty is what their niche is and going deeper a lot of the time people just go really wide and it's like the clearer that you can get on your expertise and stand in your authority the more you know things like this like this opportunity like things like this are going to start to line up for you the more people are going to start to want to come to you because they know exactly what it is that you help them with rather than being like oh she kind of helps with everything like if we can get that level of clarity and then build out you know, a, like I said, a product suite or a value ladder that we ascend people through and we actually support them in that journey entirely. That's going to be 
so sacred in terms of the impact that you're going to have on those people, but also the income you're going to create for yourself. Like get ready to allow a lot more money to flow to you because when we have that clarity, we open ourselves up to receiving so much more. I love that. You know, the visual that comes to mind as you're talking is the monkey bars. I don't know if that's what you call them in Australia, but you know, like those bars on a playground, you swing across. So you cannot grab hold of the next rung without letting go of the first one. And I think a lot of times when we're growing our business, we're holding so tightly to that first iteration because it feels like our, our baby, like it was our dream. It was inspired and it was there and we knew it was it, but in order for us to actually move forward, we have to be willing to let go of things. I call this divine restructuring. And I love how you got that impression that, you know, this is, this is working for you, not against you. Um, Mm. because when I have moments in my life where I feel like I'm having to hold so tightly to everything to keep it together, that's my internal signal that I've learned is no, no, no. This is the moment to let it all fall apart because when it does fall apart, it it comes back together in a higher level of order and in a higher level of purpose. Mm -hmm. And, and it really is always divine restructuring. It's like all the parts that are not serving for the next level are going to, they're going to come up as not working. They're going to come up as broken. Um, they're going to stop functioning in the way that they were before. And it, it does not mean that you're on the wrong track. And that's something that was really hard for me to learn because I, I would get to that point and I would be very scared. (laughs) Like, (laughs) well, if this all falls apart, then what's going to happen? And it's like, Mm -hmm. after going through it enough times, I, I have so much more faith in that process that like there is something better for me, but I can't grab it while I'm holding onto the first rung of the monkey bar. Like I gotta be willing to, to release and grab hold of what comes next. Yeah. I love that analogy. And it's been so true for me in my business. And like, you know, like the first course I ever taught was on manifestation, like, mm-hmm. which is so beautiful, but there had to come a time where it's like, actually that, and you know, it was doing well. I had a webinar that was converting incredibly well. Like, but is that what I want to be? be doing for like, no, like that's not in alignment with where it is that I'm going and what I'm building out and what I want to be doing with my clients. Like sometimes we've got to move on and we've got to let things go so that we can make room for things that are more aligned. Same thing with, you know, your audience, friends, family, clients, like sometimes things got to fall away to make room for the right things to actually come to you. Mm -hmm. So So I am curious if you have more clients come to you that are very spiritually connected and lack in structure or clients who are forcing structure, but they're, they're kind of longing for a higher level of purpose in what they do, or is it a mixture of both? It's the first one. So I, my, it's always women that come to me who they're heart led. They've got beautiful, you know, soul-based businesses. They are so here for massive impact. They love like the spiritual side of things, but they have no idea on the strategy piece. And a lot of the time for them, the idea of going to someone, because let's think about it, like the sales funnel world, what do we know? Like corporate men who have like big, like red all bros (laughs) yeah like yeah bro bro marketing marketing. yeah exactly and no they don't want that and so they've resisted for such a long time because they're like oh no that just feels icky it feels out of alignment for me so my thing my ability is to come in and to bridge that gap like oh I'm with you on the spiritual piece like yeah I journaled this morning I've been meditating I've done my breath work we can talk about alignment money is energy all that stuff 
But now let's also like infuse that with a strat- with strategy and systems that are going to allow you to actually do the work that you're here to do and to stop playing small. Okay. Okay. See, I'm loving this. I'm loving this because, you know, we do a little bit of stalking in this, in this show. I don't know if you know that, but I went to your site and I looked at the sacred funnel blueprint that you have and I'm like okay she started with intention crown chakra I get it okay she started with the planning thing I get it six you know intention uh, six chakra uh, what is it third eye etc etc and then you said scripting and I was like "Ooh, that's the throat chakra that's when we start talking about my stuff right but then the last part the creating your sacred funnel that's when you start talking about like actually putting those elements together kind of like putting the arms and the legs to the body so to speak right so when when yeah. you guide people through that what give me some of the like somebody who is a soul-led business entrepreneur that's listening to this thing right now needs to know here is how Taylor would guide you to putting arms and legs on this thing because you, you, you're going to need to know that these things yeah. need to be in place, right? Yes. So I walk people through something called the ease method. So I'm all about building out methodology. And I really think that that's like the, one of a really big little side tip is like, if you are showing up and you're creating, like, see if you can create frameworks and methodologies that make it really easy for people. And so that's what I did. Cause I was like, this seems like the missing piece. And my biggest thing is I, with the course you're talking about is your sacred funnel. I didn't want it to be platform dependent. I didn't want people to be like, well, I'm on click funnels and I'm like, well, sorry, it's on Kajabi or vice versa or Katra or whatever. I wanted to be able to walk people through the actual process of what it means to create a funnel and then pick your platform. So basically what I do is I walk them through the ease method. So it's work, walking through the energetics, the alchemy, the scripting and the execution. So the energetics is really going in and setting the intention behind the funnel. So understanding the funnel, that's when I really go through and I'm like, okay, this is us really looking at the selling as sacred piece, really understanding why we're doing this, seeing it as an equal energy exchange. And a big thing there that people struggle with on the energy exchange piece is People are very, they're open to money being energy when it's like, oh, it's my time. So like, you know, I give you my time and you give me money or I give you this product and you give me money. And some, one of the objections that comes up is people like, yeah, okay, cool. But if I set up a funnel and I'm always receiving money, like where's the energy exchange? Like, am I worthy of receiving consistently? And so my piece to that is like, well, you really need to understand that there's a lot of upfront energy that goes into building a funnel. Hence why a lot of people don't do it because it feels easier to just launch all the time on Instagram, but that creates feast and famine. So that's my whole thing is like rewiring beliefs there around, well, actually you're putting in such beautiful upfront energy and a lot of it. So that's obviously going to be welcoming welcoming in consistent abundance over time. So really going through and doing that, we do... Um, sacred funnel math. So really looking at, you know, understanding expectations around your funnel. Like, are you going to launch tomorrow and make a million dollars? Probably not. But what is, what does it look like to set up something that is converting well? What does it look like to set up a funnel that actually is profitable? And what's that model look like? So you can set intentions around what you're calling in from a realistic place. Cause I've worked with coaches before where their advice is like, what feels scary? Like pick that. And I'm like, what's that founded in? Like, <laughs> like okay, cool. A billion dollars would be great. Like what is like, is that realistic? No. And then I'm setting myself up for failure essentially, because then I'm going to be really disappointed. So I like to make sure that people have really realistic expectations there and then can set their intentions around the money that they're calling in. So that's the energetics. Um, then we go through the alchemy. So that's really looking at, you know, your sacred funnel map and understanding the different elements. So what pieces are going to be inside of your funnel? Like how does your funnel match up? Up. You know, what are you picking as your low ticket offer? What are you picking as your upsell? What's your lead magnet? You know, understanding all of those and how that all fits in. 
Um, and then also looking at the alchemy side. So that's like, kind of like, you know, putting like how you want it to feel for someone that's going through. So like the alchemy, the magic of it. Um, so the branding, the colors, the fonts, all of that, because again, bro marketing, nobody wants like big yuck red buttons in your face. Click here or mm-hmm. it's gone. Like it yeah. doesn't feel nice. So I like to make sure that people are really going through the alchemy piece to create an aligned brand so that the experience for the people who are going through feels good. Um, and it feels good for you putting it out there. You don't want to direct someone to a funnel where you're like, Oh, I really don't want anyone to see this This is embarrassing or, you know, this feels icky to me. So that's what that bit's for. Then we go through the scripting and that piece for me, I've got all templates in there, but it's all about writing out the copy for the pages. So there's different elements and different things that we want to make sure that we are touching on. And yes, a lot of it does come from marketing strategy, but I don't want people to think that that's a bad thing. Like it's not like it's marketing strategy because it's worked for years, like well before the internet. So mm-hmm. it's really about understanding like that is you being of service and that's you helping people to understand why it's a good fit for them or not. And so that they can like discern whether they, that is actually aligned with them. And I, sometimes it's the biggest thing, you know, where people fall over and I, you know, there's all sorts of people doing things on the internet, but like, you know, you want to, you want to be acting in integrity and being very clear about what people are getting and why it's a good fit, you know? So that's why we really pay a lot of attention there. And then the execution. So then that's going through and, you know, that I work through something called the top on method, which is understanding the five different elements that need to go into your funnel. So understanding the traffic asset, um, the offer asset, the purchase asset, the order asset, and the nurture asset. And if you've got those five assets, you're good to go no matter what type of funnel you're actually building. So we go through all of that and we have like, you know, a funnel checklist to sort of go through and make sure we're setting up, you know, our integrations and, you know, what emails are being sent out and things like that. Um, And then that wraps it all up. So my whole thing is the ease method because I just want it to be really easy for women to be setting up funnels um, Mm -hmm. and to not feel overwhelmed or frightened of the whole process. I love it. You know, there's so much good information in there and I am going to encourage everybody to review and listen back to that because podcasts, you can rewind my friends. Um, but I do want to point out one thing that is for these heart centered entrepreneurs that are so, um, conscientious of feeling like they need to give in order to receive. One of the big lessons that I learned was that sometimes we give at a different pace than we receive. So like your give might be set on a hundred miles per hour and your receive might be set on 10. Mm -hmm. And what happens is there's a point of resentment that always comes when you're giving faster than you're receiving. But when you're receiving faster, like when, if you were receiving at a hundred miles per hour, that propels you into the next give cycle. So the faster you can receive, the faster you can accelerate how much you give and the bigger it grows. And it just, it's really important that we pay attention to that. And I'm saying that as someone who from experience early in my business, I struggled with receiving and, um, you, and if you're not sure, like, do I struggle with receiving? Just imagine that your neighbor came over today and said, Hey, I know you've been really busy lately. And, um, I've seen you getting home late. Um, I brought you dinner and I'm going to clean your kitchen. How would you respond? Would you be like, no, 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 I'm good. Thanks. I got everything together. Everything's fine, but you're so sweet. I don't need that. Or would you be like, 
Thank you so much. I actually have been working really hard. So it's just a really good to pay attention to what speed is your receive set on? Because if it is too slow, then what's happening is you're giving too fast. You're hitting a point of fatigue, which leads to a point of resentment, which then slows down the whole receive process. And then you head back into the give cycle sluggish and you are like trying to pull yourself up and then you overgive. And it's just, a, it's this funky I mean, think of like a, a tire that has got a flat, it, how it just like flops around yeah. as you try to go through mm-hmm. versus something that, you know, is fully inflated and fully ready to go and go faster and faster. So just a thought. And on that happy note, I think Monica, it is time for us to go to break. So stay tuned because when we come back, we are going to have your listener challenge. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration and strategic relationships, Go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. All right. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with Taylor Ray, the creator of Sacred Funnels, and we have a listener challenge for you. So I loved as Taylor was talking about getting your programs in alignment. And it really is important that you have that value ladder so you can bring people in at a comfortable, safe, easy to start place, but then move them deeper as the connection deepens. So that's our challenge for you. I want you to actually go through, um, do the internal work to make sure that you are in alignment with everything you're offering and map out your value ladder. And if you need some help with it, Taylor actually has a blueprint that you can download. So go to Taylor Ray and it's T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-A-E dot biz forward slash blueprint. There you go. Listener challenge. Boom. Mic dropped. Perfect. (laughs) I love it. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. So now we are going to go into our lightning round. So don't think too hard about these questions. The first thing that pops into your mind, ready? Okay. Okay. Question number one, what's the best business advice that you've ever gotten? Oh God, so much. I think probably that no one is you and no one can do it the way that you will do it. So I think that was a big one for me was like, oh, but there's so many other people who are teaching this and about recognizing that no one, no one can do it the way that you're going to do it. And once I actually realized that and stepped into it, it was like this like lightning bolt happen. And people were like, oh, it's like, thank God you started talking about this because I've never seen anyone talk about it that way. So I think that's a beautiful piece of advice. Just recognizing like you're unique and people need your light. So share it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Question number two is what inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? Um, definitely setting boundaries would be a really big one. Um, and honoring those boundaries, not just setting them, but actually honoring them. Um, when it comes to time, when it comes to clients, when it comes to just everything, honestly, is just really recognizing like, 
boundaries actually serve you and they serve people in your life as well. So really honoring that. Um, and definitely comparison as well. Comparisonitis, looking at other people and what they were doing, um, which kind of ties into the boundaries piece as well. I've had to set very big boundaries for myself around phone use, Instagram scrolling, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, just really, those would be two really big things. Um, and I would probably say as well, kind of ties in it's they're all like really connected but like busy work um so that really ties in with like the time management and again honoring those boundaries and just really recognizing like is this me working like in my business or on my business like am I doing something that's really like moving me forward or am I just feeling really busy right now so yeah yeah. Yeah. good good stuff all right next question who is your business girl crush currently a woman who's killing it in business Mm. Currently, I'm obsessed with um, Steph Taylor. She's Aussie as well. I only just found out about her like a couple of weeks ago, but I just love the way that she shows up and I love what she does. She's the host of the Socialette podcast. And I think I really resonate with her because she talks a lot about she's a launch strategist now, but what she's very transparent about is the journey to really owning that as a launch strategist. So she was very generalized and was doing online marketing and all this sort of stuff and was kind of just serving everyone. And then she got really clear and was like, no, wait, my thing is launch strategy for digital products and podcasts. And her business skyrocketed. She went from like, I think she said $150,000 a year in revenue to a million in one, in a space of a year because she got that clarity. So I'm just loving seeing the way that she shows up and her podcast has like bite-sized marketing tips and things like that. So she's very good. Awesome. Okay. Taylor, what is the number one door that you want to open for you in your life or business right now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say probably at the moment, something that I'm really focusing on, I don't know if it's, it's a door, but I would say I'm just getting something I'm calling in that the, you I'm, I'm hoping that the universe just like brings my way. I know that it will really calling in aligned people for my team. <laughs> I've gone through a very weird experience lately where my VA just disappeared, (laughs) dropped off the face of the earth and started an entirely new business. And that was that. So that's been interesting um, going through that process. So now I'm in the process of rehiring and there's other roles that I really want to be expanding out. So I guess for me, the door I'm hoping to open is, yeah, just really calling in the right people that can help support and hold space for me and my mission um, and just help to grow everything that's happening. Okay. Next question. When you achieve all of your business goals, what's your next, what's your next level of legacy or contribution? Oh, good question. These are very good. Um, <laughs> look, my business goals are never ending. Like my list is insane and I've got like <laughs> so many years planned out in advance, but I would say like outside of this business, it's, it's interesting, actually. I really want to expand out into other businesses and investments. Me and my partner are really interested in property investment. He's a builder by trade. So we're really shifting into that. And I've all, and from there, we really want to expand into um, like stock investments and things like that. And something that has always been in the back of my mind is I would love to teach women investing. Like, I just feel like that would be really fun, like well in the future, but I think it's a real missing piece. I see, I've, I've thought this in the past with, you know, women who are, you know, making so much money. Like, what do you do with it? Like, where does it go next? Like, how do you make that wealth work for you? Okay. So you are totally Monica's white twin from Australia. <laughs> I'm freaking out right now. Like, wait, we didn't even plan this. No. Yeah, no, legit. Like you guys are the same person with different accents 
and skin right. color and hemispheres. <laughs> <laughs> the hemispheres and time time differences. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're so totally gonna talk offline. Uh, I'm totally gonna talk offline. Okay, go on. Yes. What okay. else? <laughs> those are good. Those are good. We like those. All those are awesome. Okay, so my next question for you is how can our listeners get connected with you, Taylor? Oh, yes, that would be amazing. Um, definitely, I suppose the best place to go is the website. So taylorray.com.au. That links you to everything. Um, if you want to check out the podcast, there's a tab there for the podcast. Um, and you can link to my Instagram. That's probably the social that I'm on the most as well. So the podcast is definitely a good one, taylorray.com.au forward slash podcast. And then my Instagram at taylorrayofficial, but it's all linked on the website. Awesome. All right. Well, now comes the really fun part where Monica and I get to say what our biggest takeaways are. And other than being mind blown that literally you and Monica are the same person, um, my, my big takeaway that I just loved was when you said you had that moment of intuition where this is happening for you, not to you. And I I think that's so important that when we go through moments where business feels hard and it feels like doors are closing or opportunities are not coming together, that it is perfect for us. Like we are in the perfect place, having the perfect experiences to create our perfect outcomes. And we just have to trust that process and go through it. Hallelujah. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of her word. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. I love it. Uh, My takeaway is that we need to connect, Taylor. I just found my Australian BFF. But from from the perspective of what you were sharing, um, this idea that um, even though people think woo-woo feels kind of like out there and amorphous and hard to pin down, et cetera, et cetera, it's actually based on divine laws that come with inherent structure and inherent strategy and inherent honoring of who you authentically are. Sales is not a soul crushing, dignity denying process. It actually can elevate your humanity and the, the humanity of those that you serve. But you've, you've got to be able to kind of like integrate and be bilingual speaking both strategy and service. Yeah. Love oh it. Well, Taylor, welcome to the club. You are officially in our circle. And um, if I ever lose Monica, I will just come find you. <laughs> and we'll be good. We'll be good to go. <laughs> I'll be on standby. Yeah. You, you, can, be, you can be the backup. Um, well, we so appreciate you coming on and sharing your strategies, sharing your heart, sharing your vision, and um, just being a part and a gift for our audience. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, my pleasure. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I loved it. You're welcome. And for all of our listeners, thank you for listening. We love engaging with you. We love hearing your comments. We love um, having you join us in the private Facebook group. So if you haven't done it yet, come head over. We also love your reviews. So give us those stars and let's stay connected. Um, we are excited for you to be able to take these concepts and implement them into your business so that you can have more alignment. You can have more impact. You can have more profits and really enjoy the process of building your business and your legacy. So thanks so much for being here, everyone. Thanks everybody. Talk to you soon.